The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to talk from the inside of sports. It's time for G. Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren. We'll talk to and about players, front office personnel, agents, and the newsmakers in and around sports. Now, here are your hosts, G. Cobb and Micah Warren. G. Cobb with you on uh, uh, VoiceAmerica.com. And, uh, of course, there's a lot to talk about. You've got a big game coming up. Uh, with the uh, Eagles uh, taking on the New Orleans Saints, and there's questions about uh, who's going to play at the quarterback position. Um, and uh, that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, you got uh, Kevin Cobb, who's he's the guy that's been been taking the snaps all week. And he says he's ready to go, and we will find out. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those games which um, uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And, and there's been a lot going on this week, so we're going to try to go through all of that. Um, if you um, if you want to uh, call in, you want to be a part of the show, uh, you can call in at 888-346-9144. Again, the number is 888-346-9144. This is G. Cobb on voiceamerica.com. Unfortunately, Michael won't be able to be with me tonight. Um, also, uh, some of our other uh, co-hosts are a little tied up, but we got plenty to talk about. I mean, uh, things that is as crazy as uh, Dr. Phil was in town this week, and he said that uh, Michael Vick has been ex- is exhibiting the uh, the habits of a sociopath. I mean, calling you know you know talk about sociopath, you know that, those are, those are mass murderers. I mean, come on. And I, I know, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about that enough. But anyway, we're going to talk more football. Uh, and that, that brings us to, you know, this whole quarterback situation. Uh, who would have thought? I mean, you couldn't have gotten, gotten anybody to say there would come a day where the Eagles would not only have Jeff Garcia back on the team, but he would also be one of the quarterbacks along with Michael Vick, of all people. you got Garcia and Vick. Uh, two of the quarterbacks on the team, and, of course, uh, McNabb. And the thing is, uh, it could be a case where neither one of them does the quarterbacking. The quarterbacking could be done by the one guy who doesn't have any experience, and that's Kevin Cobb. And, and Kevin, uh, the pressure is going to be on, on him to deliver because, you know, you're going into a game. If they were going, up against, a, uh, going into, against a team that had um, – a, uh, a an offense that was a you know pounding offense, an offense that was one of those type of offenses where uh, the the guys go out pound the ball, pound the ball. That would be one thing, but of course that's not the kind of offense they have. They have an offense that's going to go on go go out there and uh, they're going to try to put some points on the board. Uh, they can score from just about anywhere on the field. Uh, Drew Brees has become. Um, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You look at his numbers, and uh, they're, they're quite extraordinary. Uh, so, uh, you know, in a position where, you know, there's no doubt uh, that he can be, uh, you know, qu- quite a, quite explosive. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how how it all pans out. But um, without a doubt, uh, the Eagles going to have their work cut out for him, you know, with McNabb in the lineup or without him in the lineup. Because... <laughs> You're looking at a prolific scoring offense when you're talking about the New Orleans Saints. And, you know, it's, it's not the offense that everybody thought it was going to be when they, uh, they drafted Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush has, has been a disappointment. Uh, I think that they utilize him um, uh, in, in wise ways because they get him in positions where, you know, his speed creates a major problem 
uh, for teams, but uh, he hasn't been where he's been like a dominating part of that offense. Uh, he's, he's been one of the sideshows when it comes to that offense. So uh, it's going to be Drew Brees uh, in all likelihood. Um, he'll probably be going against Kevin Cobb. There's not a guarantee, though, because uh, from the way uh, Andy Reid was talking today, I would not be surprised at all uh, if Donovan McNabb were to be starting this game. You know, I would not be surprised at all if uh, if we saw McNabb come in and play because, you know, Andy said one of the big things that has to happen is that uh, uh, McNabb's ribs, we're going to have to get to where they have to have some stickiness to them. Uh, that uh, makes them somewhat stable. And once they have that stickiness, and then, you know, there's a good chance, you know, they're, they're, they're undergoing the healing process. And that is what's happening. And Andy did say that today, that um, that is what's happening, that they're um, undergoing the healing process. So it's just a matter of letting that go ahead and take, take its course. Now, the whole thing with the stickiness, and he was making, out, making that point, um, what, what is the point of all that is that he can play. Once it becomes stabilized, he can play as long as they believe that he's not going to hurt, he's not going to uh, injure them anymore. You know, it's not really going to be uh, any problem with for him to go out there and play, as long as you know he's he's not going to uh, to injure it anymore. See, that's the key. You know, if he's going to injure it some more, then it's going to be a problem. You know, of course, you know the the Eagles are looking at their uh, season. So, you know, if they think he's going to injure it some more, then, then, then that's that's it. Uh, because uh, they can afford to lose a game or two, uh, but they they can ill afford to lose McNabb for the season. You know, uh, I think they lose McNabb, you can pretty much kiss goodbye. Uh, I don't think that their chances of of uh, of really doing anything are, are very good at all. So, so that, that that's that's uh, that's where we're at with that. So you know, you got. Um, Kevin Cobb about to you know make his first start, and uh, the big thing about Kevin is that he's got to go in there and he's got to take what the defense gives him. He can't try to be a superstar. If he tries to be a superstar, you know, it's going to wind up you know destroying him. Just can't try to be you know superstar. You got to take what the defense gives him. Uh, don't uh, be throwing the ball downfield and, and trying to take those uh, big hits and uh, you know downfield because the longer he holds on to the ball, the more chance that something bad is going to happen. Um, and we saw that last week. He held on to the ball a few times, and you know he got sacked. Um, had one time where he, he got stripped from the ball, the, the ball stripped from him, and uh, turned into a turnover. Now, if he does that, that that's the way in which he's going to get himself taken out of the game. You know, if he goes in and he does a few of those, um, what he should, you know, try to do is go in, try to run the offense, and and get rid of the football. You know, um, just just get rid of the football. That's the big thing. You know, one, two, three, get it out of your hands. So if somebody comes open, um, get rid of it. You know, just just get rid of. It. Well, you know, if something some if something um comes open. Uh, get it out of your hands. That, that's the big thing. And, and, and uh, you know, you don't want to do it carelessly, but the West Coast offense is predicated upon you getting the ball out of your hand, the quarterback making quick decisions and, and, uh, and letting it go. Now, if he does that, you know, that gives him a chance. If he hangs on to the ball, um, then you could be, hold on, because if McNabb is out for the game, and you could very well get ready because you're probably going to be seeing some Jeff Garcia. You know, in that game, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Now, I'm just figure to check out some of the articles. Um, you go to gcob.com. You can check out the, some of the articles about uh, that we have there, um, and, and basically going on uh, what uh, came out today. Uh, for instance, um, uh, let me let me uh, let me check it out here. Uh, you know, Reed McNabb listed as doubtful. But he still may play. Andy Reid just finished his uh, Friday news conference and didn't do anything to shed much light on whether Donovan McNabb will play on Sunday or not. 
Okay. Reed said McNabb is listed as doubtful, and he's feeling better every day. Reed had said earlier in the week that the key to McNabb playing was his ribs stabilizing and starting and starting to get sticky. Reed said he believes that McNabb's ribs are now sticky because he's feeling better. The head coach also said there's a chance that Donovan could go through the walkthrough tomorrow morning. They're going to continue to keep track of McNabb, and we'll monitor him all the way up to game time. Now, that pretty much, you know, that, that hits you right there. They're going to uh, keep an eye on him all the way up to game time, and the reason they're going to do that is because there's a chance he can play. You know, I, I know um, um, you got, you know, quite a few, you know, Kevin Cobb fans, and really, you know, it's people um, disenchanted with McNabb uh, for whatever reason, but uh, the people that want to see uh, Kevin Cobb get a chance. And uh, even to the point where you had some of the guys in the media saying, well, you know, shouldn't you guarantee you know, that Kevin Cobb plays the entire game? <laughs> I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I was hearing what I was hearing because that's something that you just don't ever see in the NFL. Nobody guarantees anybody play, is going to play a full game because what if you're not playing well, you know? Uh, and if you're not playing well, you can be snatched. But um, we're going to take a break, and I'll be back on the other side and continue uh, talking about the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Orleans Saints, the big game on Sunday. And uh, there's a lot of other things going on around the NFL. We'll talk about those a little bit. G. Cobb in the house, and we'll be back with you in a moment. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're not facing your mortgage issues, this can be the most terrifying sound in the world. It means you've fallen behind. It means hope is dwindling. It means you're another call closer to losing your home to foreclosure. Fortunately, there's hope. If you need real help and guidance, call 1-888-995-HOPE. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the Ad Council, and this station. The Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. The Owen Hodge Show. The following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like Lowest prices in town. Dealer approved, certified pre-owned. No obligation consultation. Nor will we brag about our Huge selection. Enormous variety. One-stop shopping. Everything under one roof. Or promise. Prices reduced up to 75%. A sale like this can't go on forever. Factory liquidation. Financing options available. We will offer no contingencies like See store for details. Prices and participation may vary. Legal exclusions apply. No purchase necessary. Or try to convince you that our product will give you cleaner, tighter abs in minutes. Perfect smile. Porcelain veneers. Freedom from those painful, embarrassing bunions. Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to FeedThePig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
You're joined up with G Cobb in the house featuring Gary Cobb and co host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll free 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to Gary Cobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G Cobb in the house. G Cobb back with you on uh, VoiceAmerica.com and we're talking about the upcoming game with the Eagles and the New Orleans Saints, uh, two explosive offenses. Uh, but you know, Drew Brees is definitely going to be playing. But there's a there's a there's a good chance that the Donovan McNabb won't go. Um, he um, is feeling better. Um, you know, Andy Reid said that, but there's a chance he won't go. Now, there, another problem for the Eagles when it comes to injury standpoint is uh, um, Victor Abiyamiri. Now, Victor. As a big, strong, physical defensive end who also uh, rushes the passer, uh, slides inside, and he rushes the passer on third downs uh, from the defensive tackle position. But he is a, an outstanding ball player and really had a big game last week. Uh, you know, he picked up the fumble that was uh, caused by Trent Cole and uh, fell into the end zone with it. He's a. Um, uh, a young player who's had, uh, you know, quite a few injury problems, but he's starting to come on. And I think Victor can be a dominant player. Uh, I don't know is he going to be like uh, Justin Tuck, uh, Giants defensive end. I mean, his former teammate at Notre Dame. I don't know that he's ever going to get to that level, but he's a monster. He could uh, another guy's big and strong, but he's having a problem with his growing. He's he's had all type of injury problems. And they need him to go. I, I don't. I don't really don't think he's going to be able to play because that, that growing, uh, especially with a guy as big and as muscular as he is, uh, is a problem. But uh, they're going to have to do something to try to keep this guy healthy. But anyway, um, Victor uh, was um, he didn't practice today because uh, of that growing problems and and that, that <clears throat> that's an issue because uh, he was a, um, a a big plus for them. But now you know you take him away and. I think that uh, we could see New Orleans maybe go to that that running game a little more, and uh, I think they're going to try to run the ball a little bit on the on the birds. So, via uh, Mary though, via uh, Mary with the uh, with the growing problem. Now, let's see what else we got here. Um, one thing in an article that I that I wrote earlier today that I um, uh, just want to go through with you is uh, coaches and teammates must give Cobb some help. And I went into it. I have no idea what to expect out of the Eagles offense this week. The defense took over the game against Carolina so completely that there wasn't much pressure on the offense to play at their best. Now, they weren't weren't as sharp as uh, I've seen them play. They didn't play very well. So they need to improve on their performance, and they could – they may have to under the direction of a new, young, and inexperienced signal caller in Kevin Cobb. If Cobb gets to start on Sunday, it'll be important that the coaches and his teammates do what they can do to help him. Clear, effective communication will be the first and most important, most vital help Cobb can be given. This starts with the coaches and the play. Uh, uh, starts with the coaches and the plays they send in to him via the communication device at home. They need to, to get them in quickly. They need to quickly get the play into him so that he's not battling the play clock. His teammates must focus on what he says in the huddle so he doesn't have to repeat it. Cobb needs as much time as possible in order to figure out what type of defense New Orleans is employing. Eagles offensive coordinator Martin Morningwood, who will be calling the plays on Sunday, should get Cobb started with some running plays and short throws that will help him get his timing, rhythm, and confidence going. Kevin needs to take the options of, of throwing underneath initially. If somebody's open, get them the ball because a lot of bad things can happen if you hang on to the football. Of course, you know, quarterback hanging on to the ball is not the option. Um, Kevin needs to take the options of, of throwing the ball underneath. Brian Westbrook, Brent Selleck, and Leonard Weaver will be key weapons the Eagles can use to keep the pressure off of Cobb. He needs to know where these guys are at all times. There will be situations versus blitzes and other pass rush pressure 
where he will need to get rid of the football. Westbrook should take Cobb under his wing if Cobb goes through any tough stretches during this upcoming game. Westbrook has a calm demeanor, and that's what Cobb may need in the huddle. Something goes wrong. Staying calm and level-headed is the way to deal with bad plays. The receivers, Deshaun Jackson, Kevin Curtis, Jason Avant, and company must hang on to the football when Cobb gets the ball to them. They can't drop passes at the beginning of the game like they did a week ago in Carolina. What they need to do to help Cobb is to do something with the football once he gets it to them. I hope what we saw last week from the Eagles off of the tackles wasn't a mirage. Saints defensive ends, Will Smith and Charles Grant can create problems as pass rushers if they're not dealt with. Cobb doesn't need these big defenders in his face when he's trying to throw the football. So that's um, pretty much uh, what I had to say about that. Um, I, I think that the, this is going to be a game where, you know, the team that makes the fewest mistakes, uh, and New Orleans and the Eagles have, have played these games like this in the past where uh, they're up and down the field against each other until somebody made a mistake. Any turnovers, uh, any anything goes wrong, you don't get into the end zone, and then you know the other team comes back, and they, you know they they know what you're doing, and, and that's what these teams are very familiar with each other. Um, and I, I just wonder, um, uh, you know, what it's going to do and how it's going to affect the game with the fact that you know they have played each other. And, um, I will give Sean Payton credit. He has had gotten the best of Jim Johnson a number of times. So uh, Sean McDermott has, has his work cut out for him because uh, Sean Payton does a great job of changing the tempo um, and, and giving you different looks. Uh, he can strike uh, fast and hard uh, down the field, but a lot of times he's going to go to maximum protection. He's going to... Um, keep his quarterback free. Uh, times they'll get five guys out into the route uh, because they know that um, you know uh, he's, he's got a quick acumen and he can get rid of the ball. But but this is uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, so Kevin Cobb is going to need some help from his teammates. Uh, there's no question about it. He's going to need help. He's going to need those guys to step up, making some big plays. He's going to need help from the coaches. Uh, they can't try to give. Uh, every little particular thing, um, he, he needs to get a rhythm where he's, he gets the call, comes out of the huddle, he's up on the line, and uh, he's he's uh, he's ready to go. He makes a call, and boom, he's walking up to the line of scrimmage. So that he doesn't get in a situation where, you know, he's not really ready. He, he's going up to the line of scrimmage, but he's not really ready to to call the play, and uh, he's got doubts that are floating in his head. You know, that's the thing that you, you want to um, eliminate. So um, we'll see how he does about that. Now, uh, on the other side of the ball, we've got Sean McDermott versus Sean Payton. We talked about that a little bit, uh, but that's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, of course, a lot of people want to know whether McDabb is going to play or not. And You know, if he doesn't play, then, of course, it's going to be close examination on Kevin Cobb. Uh, I mean, he could be be very positive. If he goes in there and does well, if he, he doesn't do well, then it's going to be very negative. So uh, that's pretty much one side or the other. Now, um, one of the things that's very important here is, you know, Sean McDermott uh, face-to-face with, with the with with Sean Payton, I mean they're going to be battling each other. Um, they, they, you know, there's no other way to put it. They're going to be going after each other because of all the you know, um, you know that the, these guys have been in the league a while. Um, you know, Payton has really earned his stripes. Uh, now Sean McDermott wants to earn his stripes. He he, he you know he uh, had a good game last week. Um, but uh, we'll see how he makes out in this one because you don't want him to catch you blitzing um, because Breeze uh, does a great job of, of outmaneuvering and just buying just enough time to get rid of the football and just, you know, frustrate, you know. So um, um, Peyton will go one, two, three, boom, ball out of there. McDermott will be trying to put pressure on him, uh, blitz after blitz, uh, blitzes with guys coming from everywhere. You're talking about... 
you know, using imagination. And we're trying to, all, all kind of things. But uh, the big thing that McDermott, McDermott's going to be trying to put on that kind of pressure. But the Sean Payton and especially Drew Brees is going to be sitting in that pocket trying to pick them apart. He's going to be going for the jugular. And, uh, you know, he's very, very aggressive and, very, you know, very smart. And he, he will... Uh, use a defensive coordinator's aggressiveness against him by running the screens and the draws uh, to let that pressure go after him and uh, after uh, the quarterback and then, you know, uh, trick him. So we'll see if that works. But anyway, here's this article here. Um, and I said, you know, I liked what Sean McDermott had to say when asked about what he thought Jim Johnson would say to him after his outstanding debut against the Panthers. Eagles, okay, well, did I hear, uh, yep, well, we're going to take another break, um, but uh, I'll be back with you in a moment, G-Cob in the house, and we roll on. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports discover the world's only speed training program that guarantees your athletes have their best season ever or your money back no questions asked let's face it the best athletes on any team in any sport are the fastest athletes the team with the most speed is almost always going to be more successful the fact that you're listening to this right now tells me that you know this is true and that your athletes are not as fast as you want them to be but how do you make them faster after all like many coaches maybe you were told that you can't teach speed that an athlete is either born with it or they're not right wrong arguably the biggest myth in all of sports is that you can't teach speed or coach athletes to new levels of athletic success and performance the level of success your athletes experience has little to do with running plays or specific ball skills instead it depends entirely on your ability to teach them the one skill required to dominate every sport speed put latif thomas and his team to work for you visit completespeedtraining.com or call toll free 877-510-3278 that's 877 877- 510 fast there has never been a better time to become a videographer in the sport of hunting and right now you can combine everything you love about hunting with a career in television and you can learn it at home with brock ray's outdoor videography school hunter and tv personality brock ray has put together a course taught by tv professionals and it all comes to you in a six dvd home set that lets you learn about this lucrative occupation on your own time Now, get paid for the hunts you shoot. That's right, when you purchase the home study course and learn our techniques, you can submit your video to us. And if it gets chosen, your segment might appear on our nationally televised Better Built's World of Outdoors. We will pay you for using your video. Call now at 205-625-5480. We invite you to visit our website at OutdoorVideoSchool.com. Start your career in television now. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free, 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to garycobb at aol.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G Cobb in the house. G Cobb back with you on Voice America uh, dot com and been talking about the uh, this big game coming up and uh, some of the battles. Uh, you know, when when the Eagles have the ball, uh, everybody's going to be looking at Kevin Cobb if he starts the game and and, what, and how productive he's going to be able to be. I know that Andy Reid and Marty Morning will will try to diffuse some of the pressure he's going to feel, uh, but um, they're not going to be able to diffuse but so much of it. 
um, you know, Kevin Cobb's got to go in there and he's got to uh, got to play the game. He's got to run the offense, uh, get the ball, get the guys in and out of the huddle, um, get the ball in and out of his hands. Uh, that's the big thing he's got to do, which is run the offense. And if he does that, he gives himself a chance. If he um, makes a mistake of trying to be a superstar, and uh, when he does take the handoff, he's looking downfield for big throws. He's holding on to the ball. He's running the risk of, of turning it over. Then, then I could see, you know, that, that's going to be a problem. But if he will get the ball in and out of his hands, you know, that'll give him a major, major chance. That'll give him a major chance of, uh, uh, of, uh, of being the kind of quarterback he believes he can be. And so, you know, that, that's what it comes down to right there. He's got to get the ball in his hands, out of his hands, and he needs to make sure um, that he knows where um, Brent Selleck, Brian Westbrook, Leonard Weaver, he's got to know where those guys are at at all times because those are his outlets. Those are what it's called his safety valves. He can get the ball to those guys and get it out of his hands, and it'll, it'll mean less pressure on him. Uh, you know, if he's hanging on to the ball, he's not sure where those guys are so that he can dump the ball to them at, at, at uh, different times and, and relieve, it, relieve some of that pressure, then you can believe, you know, they're going to be coming at them more and more. I know Greg Williams is the defensive coordinator over there. He was with the, the Redskins for a number of years. So he knows Andy Reid. He knows this offense. He knows some of the things they like to do. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to come up and and bump, uh, you know, some some of these uh, the receivers. Because at times, you know, I know Washington has had success with beating up on the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles have, uh, you know, at least they're starting. Their two starting guys are, are a little small. They're a little on the small side. You're talking about Deshaun and Kevin Curtis. They're they're not big guys. Those are on the they're on the small side of the the wide receiver, at least the NFL wide receiver um, chart. So I could see where uh, a team would feel like, well, we can delay these guys and we can get the Eagles out of rhythm because I know Kevin Cobb wants to get that ball and get rid of it. And I know that uh, he's looked at the film of, of what he did last week and how he held the ball and he was looking downfield and he had the ball in one hand and all of a sudden here comes uh, Julius Peppers, who had beaten Winston Justice, he comes in, swipes the ball out of Kevin's hand, and sure as day, uh, one of the Panthers recover. And that's what he's got to avoid. That would be the worst thing because if you do turn the ball over against New Orleans and you give them a short field, uh, chances are they're going to take advantage of it. You know, they, they, they're like, you know, uh, I guess, you know, Breeze has gotten to the point where he's just it's like, it's like clockwork. It's like that clock going through, um, you know, he is just very efficient. No wasted uh, motion. Um, throws aren't wasted. Uh, and he proceeds most of the time. He's carving up a defense when he's, when he's putting that ball in the air. Now, um, there are a lot of different nuances, different things, okay, um, uh, here, here, let's take a look at it. Eagles D must disrupt timing in Saints air attack. The key this week for the Eagles defense is to disrupt the timing of the Saints passing attack and make Drew Brees pull the ball down. They can't let him throw in rhythm to his first or second options or the pass rush won't have time to get there. And you know, I, could, I could reiterate all that again, which is, you know, you've got to make him pull the ball down. Um, it's going to require them jamming the receivers and not letting them run their pattern so easily. Sheldon Brown loves to play in the press technique, so he'll be comfortable with the game plan, but Asante Samuel likes to play off of the receivers. So that he's going to mean uh, it's going to mean just uh, so that it's going to mean this will require some changes on his part. Likes to play off of receivers. Well, that's going to mean this will require some change on his part. Okay. The corners, 
linebackers, and defensive linemen should all be moving around before the ball is snapped to avoid giving Breeze any easy read. The idea is to keep him guessing. The Saints like to hit you and hit you quick. Sean Payton is a very good game planner. So the Eagles have to disrupt their plans so that the defense has to disrupt their plans. The birds have to show a certain blitz or coverage, then change it at the last minute. Breeze is very smart and has a great feel for the game, so you have to disguise the coverages. He's a very good athlete with great accuracy and tremendous touch on his throws. Breeze is able to buy time with his quick feet, and he doesn't let the pressure from pass rushers stop him from doing his job. Um, Okay. Uh, let's continue on. Let's see uh, where, where, where did I stop at there. Focusing downfield. Okay, uh, Breeze is able to buy time with his quick feet, and he doesn't pre- he doesn't let the pressure from uh, pass rushers stop him from focusing downfield. Once he gets into a rhythm, look out. He can shred a defense with darts going in every direction. Wide receiver Marcus Colston is one of Breeze's favorite targets, and he's a big physical receiver who can outmuscle people for the ball and catch the ball in, in crowds. Reggie Bush will have have to be doubled at times because it's nearly impossible for a linebacker to cover him. Jeremy Shockey is their tight end among the better tight ends in the league. Last week in uh, the Birds' defense under leadership of McDermott was able to totally take the Panthers out of their game once they forced Carolina to put the ball into the hands of Jake DeLome. Hello? What's happening, Jay? How you doing, man? How's it going, buddy? I was able to get away. I wanted to join you for a little bit. Come on, help you finish out here. Yeah, well, I was just uh, basically just reading some of these articles. Uh, uh, you know, and one of the things I was talking about here was about the fact that um, the Eagles are going to have to jam the uh, the Saints in some way uh, because uh, they got to they got to get them out of the rhythm. And and uh, in the past, uh, Sean Payton has done a great job of kind of uh, disarming the blitzing attack of the Eagles by going, you know, three-step drops. Uh, he's um, throw the ball to the backs, throw the ball to the tight end, you know, uh, get the ball out of his hands. Uh, that's what they normally do. And then there's sometimes when they're going to take a shot downfield, they'll go maximum protection. And that way if the Eagles are caught blitzing, you know, then they've got, you know, a guy out there one-on-one and they've got everybody in blocking. So, uh, Sean McDermott's got to be smart about when he when he blitzes, and he's got to find a way. Maybe I, I'd say jamming the receivers or something, where they got to be able to get uh, get them out of rhythm. Somehow. No, absolutely, and then they mix it up so well. Breeze is playing probably as well, probably the best of any quarterback in the NFL right now. So he's obviously dangerous. And remember though, what they did a few years ago. One of the things that killed the Eagles was they would run Reggie Bush out on those little screens, and Trotter couldn't get over. He just couldn't run with him. That is, here's an advantage for Gaither. I know I'm not in love with Gaither. I mean, he doesn't get off blocks terribly well. He doesn't play the run terribly well. But he is quick. And you have to think that they could use him to their advantage to try and make sure that Reggie Bush does not get to those edges. Uh, He is very fast, and they're definitely going to have to do that. Corners, Colston's a big boy. Um, You kind of hope Sheldon Brown's on. He's a little more physical. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see Sheldon Brown and Colston. You know, they do spread the ball around very well, though. They really do. Uh, and they do have some receivers. But do you love any of their receivers, really, besides Colston? Uh, well, you know, that's the thing is, uh, you know, they. that's why, you know, uh, if you remember, I mean, uh, Reggie Bush has caught a lot of passes for them when he's healthy because he, he, they don't mind throwing, they'll throw the ball to their back. See, what they try to do is they want to stay out of third and longs. They want to, a lot of times they'll throw on first down because they know most of the defenses are in zones on first down, and it's it's a it's a deep, they're playing a defense where they're expecting the other team to run the ball. But a lot of times, New Orleans is not going to run it. They're going to throw it on first down and run it on second. Well, yeah, and because they can. I mean, they throw the they throw the ball, and like you said, they do so many things well. Yep. And it's tough to game plan for them. You you have to assume though, G, they're going to get theirs. You have to go into this game assuming that New Orleans is going to get something. You know, you're not going to hold them to three points. You're not going to hold them to ten like you did to Carolina. Well, what, you're going to open up with Kevin Cobb? You're going to open up the – you're going to go for it with Kevin Cobb? I'm not saying you've got to go for it, but you better hold on to the ball. Try and keep it out of their hands. You know, try and possess the ball, run the ball a little bit. I'm not oh, saying so, you know, so you want to play ball – you want to play ball possession. See, 
Now you can't. You, you want to throw the, You want to let the Saints have the ball all day? No, 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 no. What, what I'm saying is that, of course, you don't want to do that. But, but um, uh, you know, you, you don't want to be so, you know, uh, so conservative though that you, you don't score some points. I mean, you're gonna have to score some points to, have to win this game. No, I know you are, but I'm saying that's just assumed. You're going to have to score something. But the less that breezes on the field, I mean, he's not going to hurt you on the bench. Um, and you do have some guys that can run the ball. I don't think I want – I mean, Kevin Cobb could throw a little bit, I guess, but, you know, you're, you're, kind, of, you're kind of caught between, yeah, you need to score points, and no, I don't want Cobb throwing the ball 35 times. Well, so, you know, I, I guess um... – uh, you know, if you're going to utilize, uh, you know, all of their backs, which you know you don't want to, you want to have um, Brian Westbrook, you know, taking too much of the load. But if you're going to use all the backs, you could get in, you know, try to uh, make it more of a uh, a uh, conservative, you know, run the ball uh, type of offense. Um, as long as they you don't let them have a big lead. Now, if they if they're up by a couple touchdowns, see, then that pulls you out of it. Right. You know, then you you, you got to start throwing, and, and then then it's oh my goodness, you know, because um, you know they could do some different things to try to trick Kevin Cobb, and if he throws a couple of two of them, then you know. Well, I mean, let's be honest too, G. This defense is a little better than last year, but they were brutal last year. This is not a, a defensive powerhouse. Like Eagles should be able to do some things against them. Should be able to. Yeah, there's no doubt they they, they should be able to, and um, if they're not. And we, we kind of know what's happening with Kevin Cobb. But anyway, we'll be back with you in a moment on G Cobb in the House. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. He's still out. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we... We cover, cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. If you're a fantasy football lover, you need to take a few minutes to listen to this commercial. Even if you're a novice, this could be for you. Butts and Butts, along with former NFL linebacker Sean Barber, have revolutionized the way you'll play fantasy football. That's right. Suicide Fantasy Football is now available. Go to www.suicidefantasyfootball.com for all the details. You'll get the hot tips on this new game and find out how to win $25,000. Suicide Fantasy Football is just like the game you know and love with a little twist. There's no draft. You select a lineup every week and just about every starter from an NFL team is available to you. The catch is you only use a player one time each season. Pick Brady to Moss for the first week. Save McNabb and Peterson for the stretch run. You're the GM of your own team and you make the call. Here's your chance to show everyone that you're the smartest fantasy football player week in and week out. There's no lucky draft picks. No waiver wire moves because you're in last place. It's simple. Go to www.suicidefantasyfootball.com and sign up for a league and show everyone who's boss. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready. think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports.
You're joined up with G Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. If you want to get in on the conversation, call in now. It's toll-free, 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G Cobb in the house. G. Cobb, uh, back with you on VoiceAmerica.com, and I'm being joined by uh, my co-host, uh, Michael Warren, and we're talking about this uh, game coming up between the Eagles and the New Orleans Saints, a game which could be a, a high-powered game, um, and, and really uh, the, the only way that I think that the Eagles win this game is, uh, you know, they've got to get some turnovers. They've got to get uh, the Saints out of their rhythm. They can't let them come out and just, you know, do what they drew up. You got to make them, uh, you know, do some things they don't want to do, and maybe force Drew Brees to make a few throws that he doesn't want to make. That's the way, you know, you get him to turn the ball over and maybe able to steal this game, and uh, you know, with with McNabb banged up now, um, you know, <laughs> amazingly had some of the guys uh, we were, you know, over at the uh, Eagle Complex, and. They were talking about and asking Marty Morningwick, shouldn't he guarantee to Kevin Cobb that he plays this entire game? Because it would only be fair so he could show whether he could play or not. Now, what, what's your thought on that? Well, yeah, because if they get down 40 to nothing and he throws five interceptions, they should just you know, guarantee that he stays in. It makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, who, who has – I don't remember getting a guarantee for my job. I mean, um, I've never heard of anybody getting a guarantee. I mean, didn't they take McNabb out last week, last year? Yeah, they didn't I mean, guarantee him that he was going to play the whole game. That's why, probably, right? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, didn't didn't last week, you know, um, the Panthers take a guy out? They just gave a twenty million dollar guarantee. They guaranteed twenty million dollars to the guy, but they took him out of the game. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. It's so ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> especially when they just signed Garcia. You're going to tell me? I mean, and why? I don't know, in the whole would you even ask that? What, what's that? Why is a reporter would you even ask that? I, I you know, I. My mouth dropped, dropped. I mean, it, it, what it showed is, and, and this is why, you know, I defend McNabb really more than I'd like to, is because <laughs> at times, because, you know, uh, you know, even though I, you know, I, I, I um, it's over the nonsense. It's the thing is that you clearly see, would they ever say anything like that about McNabb? Shouldn't he guarantee that he plays all year? I mean, no, if he doesn't play well, he comes out, just like everybody else. Yeah. Um you know, uh, the fact that here you got a guy in Kevin Cobb who's never done anything for the Eagles. Never done anything. Nothing. Why should they ever guarantee him anything? And, and on top of that, the guy has made millions of dollars from the Eagles, but he has not busted a grape. But yet he deserves even the thought of guaranteeing him that he's going to play the entire game. What a joke. I'm going, I, I said, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I really blasted him for it. Well, and it's just totally ridiculous. Saying any quarterback or can you guarantee Brady or, I mean, Anytime a backup comes into a game, especially in a situation like this, how could any coach guarantee that a backup would continue to play? You're a backup for a reason. You're probably not that great. And, and, not, only, <laughs> and not only that, I mean, why do you think Michael Vick is here? Do you think that Michael Vick would be here if they were sure that Kevin Cobb uh, was going to be uh, Eli, was going to be um, you know Peyton Manning? They brought Jeff Garcia in for the same reason. Yeah, I mean, you know, he looked so bad last week that they said, you know what, we can't depend on this kid. No, and I hate to say it because everyone says that, and and rightfully so in a lot of cases, they say, well, we haven't really gotten a look at him. He hasn't really had a – yeah, but – And that's true. Everything I've seen hasn't been good. Yeah, the thing about it is there's certain things he should have been able to do. Why couldn't he have come in last week and run the offense better than that? Right. Why, why is he back there holding the ball and then, you know, uh, he doesn't have any awareness that, hey, there's a guy coming. Why do you just let the guy just slap the ball? He, when, when Julius Peppers went in there, it was like going in there against a little kid. He slapped yeah. the ball out of, out of his hand and just threw him to the ground. You're going like, uh, you know, I start seeing that. And then, you know, uh, everybody goes, well, you know, he's playing against those mean, mean Baltimore Ravens when he went into the other game. He, those guys are real mean. Hey, yeah, well, they... <laughs> this is the NFL. It's an NFL defense. I mean, what, you know, do you think he want to want to see the Giants this year? Right. Or the Steelers. I mean, or, or for that matter, the Redskins. You know, 
You know, these guys are not nice guys. You know, and uh, you know, I was talking to Brent Selleck last night, and uh, he was just talking about, you know, just the division and how he said Justin Tuck is the strongest human being that's ever grabbed a hold of him. <laughs> and Tuck the monster, said, and you also got DeMarcus Ware and Albert Haynes. Yeah, well, he Those said DeMarcus Ware, he, you know, uh, this was Selleck. He was just going through He said DeMarcus Ware might be the best defensive player in the league. I mean, because yeah. he's, he's just such a great athlete, and he's, you know, He's got the size he's got, and, he, you know, the guy's just a great athlete. So and then he, so he was talking about him, and then, of course, you know, he, uh, he didn't even mention, you know, uh, Hainsworth and the guys, that, you know, but this is the NFL. You know, I mean, this, this is the NFL. I mean, this is what you get. So you can't go, oh, well, wow, you know, we're going to understand he's getting beat up by a such and such. Look, if you're going to say that, then maybe he doesn't belong in the league. Yeah, USL defenses will be a lot easier. CFL defenses will be a lot easier. But that's the deal. That's that's why that's why Donovan's so underappreciated. He's done it well, and he's done it against the best in the league for ten years. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the NFL, and so uh, the other thing they were saying is, you know, uh, and I agree. The other guys want to try to give him some help, but it all comes down to it, though. He, he's got to do his job. You know, at some no, point in there, got to do his job. If he can't do his job, well, then you know. They move on. They're going like, well, you know, but doesn't he deserve the whole game? You know, these are guys in the media asking this question. I'm going like, how, many, how long do you guys cover the NFL? You know, <laughs> they, they don't guarantee anything, man. Look, they let go of guys like that kid Tony Curtis. That kid had a pretty good game against the Jets. Yeah. Well, where's he at? They didn't guarantee him anything, did they? He's at home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going like, this is not fair. I thought I had a good game. Well, gee, hey. the bigger problem, too, with Kevin Cobb is it's not just whether he can play at this level. How can he play in this offense? They throw constantly. Yeah, you, yeah. You have to be a really good passer to, to play, and you have to take excellent care of the ball. He's not an excellent passer, and he doesn't take you know excellent care of the ball. So I would have a tough time believing how, how is he on earth is he going to fit in Andy Reid's offense? Well, we'll we're going to find all that out. Um, because, uh, One o'clock that, Sunday. That, that, that's pretty much going to be our show there. Uh, but uh, we will find out. I hope we hope things work out for him, you know. Um, uh, but there's no guarantees. This is the NFL. Not for long. So uh, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, uh, you guys can join us uh, next week. All right, G, take care. All right, all right bye-bye. Time to break the huddle. We'll be back again next Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for another edition of G Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and Micah Warren. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again soon.